Praise the Lord and good morning. Uh, we are so glad, Sally and I, uh, uh, we are so glad and happy that uh, we are here once again. And uh, five years back, we were here. Uh, and that was in January, the end of January. And as pastor and our dear brother, Claudie was driving us from the airport. Pastor said prophetically, brother, you're going to be here again and again. Yeah? Hallelujah. Right? And uh, we are here again. Right? But last time we came here as preachers and teachers. But this time we have come here as a family. Right? We have given our daughter to your church. Right? So we are... So we are part of TBOLF, so we are not, uh, can you hear? We are part of TBOLF, so we are, as a family, we are standing here. Yeah. So we are not outsiders, mm-hmm. so we are, uh, now we are with you, okay? Yes, yes. So we praise God for the time that God has given us, and also the opportunity to be among with you. Uh, and uh, we really praise and thank you, Lord, thank, thanking God for all the arrangements and the facilities. And also we are thanking all the elders of this church and pastor and the, all the pastors of this church for inviting us to be here. Yeah. Today morning we are going to see a topic uh, themed, Incredible Influence of a Courageous Parents. Right? And so before we go into this message... Can we bow down and uh, ask the Lord to um, make us to listen to his word? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this wonderful morning. Father, thank you for this life, the breath of life that you have given us, Lord. And Lord, the people who lived yesterday, some of them are not in this world today, Lord. They They have left the world. They are not alive today. But you have given us the breath of life to breathe, to see, to laugh, to touch, to feel, to hug, to eat. Master, come to the church. Look at the familiar faces. And Lord, enjoy the fellowship of Lord Jesus Christ. And to mend our ways with you, Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord. Thank you for this life. Lord, we want you to bless this message. Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be accept, acceptable, acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord. You're in this place right now. Amen. <clears throat> I want to read from, uh, I asked somebody to read from Exodus chapter 1, uh, 16 to second chapter 2. Or shall I read for you? No, we'll, yes, we'll brother. Go. We'll read. Exodus chapter 1. From verse 16 onwards. And he said, When you do these duties of a midwife from the Hebrew woman and see, see them on their birth stool, and if, if it is a son, then you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, then, you shall, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them. But saved the male children alive. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this thing and saved the male children alive? And the midwives said to Pharaoh, 
because the hebrew women are not like the egyptian women for they are lively and give birth before the midwives come to them therefore god deal, dealt well with the midwives and uh, the people multiplied and grew very mighty and so it was because the midwives feared god that he provided households for them so pharaoh commanded all his people saying every son who is born you shall cast into the river and every daughter you shall save alive exodus 2 verse 1 and the man of the house of levi went as his wife a daughter of levi so the woman conceived and bore a son and when she saw that he was a beautiful child she hid him 3 months but when she could no longer hide him she took an ark bulrush from him dubbed it with asphalt and pitch put the child in it and laid it in the reeds but the by the river banks and his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him then the daughter of pharaoh came down to ba- to bathe at the river and he and her maidens walked along the river side and when they saw the ark among the reeds she said she sent her maid to get it and when she opened it she saw the child and behold the baby wept so she had compassion on him and said this one of the hebrews children then his sister said to pharaoh's daughter shall i go and call the nurse for you from the hebrew women that she may nurse the child for you and the pharaoh's daughter said go so the maiden went and called the chi- child's mother and then pharaoh's daughter said to her take this child away and nurse him for me and i will give you your wages so the woman took the child and nursed him and the child grew and she brought him to pharaoh's daughter and he became her son so she called him his name moses saying because i drew him out of the waters thank you thank you brother it was a dark period that time maybe 4000 or 5000 years back um the king saw that the israelites were growing in numbers and they were scared one day they will join our enemies and they will uh, defeat us so let them let us put them into hard labor and if it is a son born to a woman kill him kill him immediately and that's a story and what had happened is the <clears throat> the little children right in front of the mother just like cutting a goat or a cow or a bull they were slitting the throats so sad just opening the throat two months three months two years old children were mur- murdered not only that they took the babies away they took them to the nile you no know, when um, when i read this line it reminded me of uh, a place called the crocodile bank in uh, chennai where they have plenty of uh, crocodiles right during the feeding time they throw the meat the crocodile will jump in the air and snap the meat and this memory came to my mind when i read this line just imagine right in front of the parents these children 
were thrown into the Nile and the crocodiles, like catching a cricket ball, were snapping the little babies. What a cruel time for these parents. Pain, situation, agony. Right? And like that dark period, <coughs> sorry. We also go through lots of dark period because you already went through a dark period called COVID and then, uh, then comes a gadget because COVID time it's a blessing that as pastor announced that we were able to do online services, it also became a big issue with parents yeah. because children are more using their gadgets and it was so difficult to snatch the gadget from them. Mm. So it was like, uh, it was like uh, giving uh, um, children the gadget and then snatching it away, it's very difficult. So we are, all of us, all the parents, we are all going through a difficult time because of certain difficulty happened in our worldwide nation and the period of depression, period of pain, agony, so many things. Yeah. Like the Moses' time, all of us are going through a difficult time. Uh, she, when she was selling about the cell phones to snatch the cell phones from the children's hand, I felt even the, the, the wife to snatch the cell phones from the bigger children, the husband's hand, it's very difficult. Yes. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're still su yeah. suffering. Okay. Yeah. And the scene 4,000 years back was entirely different. The memory could not be erased out of the parents' mind till the death. Every second they'll think about the babies thrown into the crocodile's mouth. Right? And at that period of time, there was a sweet, painful conversation between Moses' mother and uh, the father. Yeah, Amram. Do you remember the name of the Moses' par parents? Names of the parents? Amram and, and Jochebeth, right? Exodus chapter 6 and verse 20. Right. One night, as they were all sleeping, right? Amram was deep into sleep. And he was snoring into glory. Yeah, that's the time. It is like the wife, Jochebed, came. Amram, Amram, are uh, you sleeping? Yeah. Are you sleeping? Yeah, don't disturb I me. Want to, I want to tell you something very Shh, important. Don't talk now. Why? I'm sleeping. This is very important, I want to tell you. But, tell. I'm pregnant again. Huh? What? I'm pregnant again. What? Third one. When? How? Why? Huh? When? How? Why? Why you are asking like that? Ah, this you poor know. man, in a shock, he forgot, no? That he was the cause for the pregnancy. <laughs> right? He woke up in a shock and, uh, and he was not able to talk. And both of them would have gone into a time of silence, right? Their mind would have <clears throat> been thinking that, Oh Lord, let this be a girl, Lord. Lord, somehow make this child to be a girl child. Why they would have prayed like that? Because if it is a boy child, it is going to be crocodile's mouth. So uh, I don't shall want... We, shall we go for abortion? Or Maybe. try to escape from this place? Just imagine, after becoming pregnant, and the child slowly growing, and the tummy coming out growing, every second would have been hell for Amram and Jochebed. No? Pain. This child 
is going to be killed very soon right in front of our eyes why this child lord why this has happened right where is god when it hurts i think from the day that particular day that they both were aware that they had a baby in their stomach so that particular day onwards they would have not slept it would have been a sleepless nights for them because every day they will think or i don't know what they were thinking but it's our imagination maybe maybe they would have go they would have gone through agony and all those things can you put the seventh slide please seventh slide yeah yeah and in this situation let's see how this wonderful couple faced such a hopeless and helpless situation with god's help right the situation was hopeless and helpless there was nobody to help them but they know they knew there's a hope for us there's somebody for us who cares for us who protects us so the first thing they we the first thing that we can see from amram and jacobeth is their fearless faith in god that gave them the courage fearless faith in god gave them the courage right okay they spent a sleepless night that um, that particular night and amram would have prayed the whole night maybe even jacobeth uh, prayed with him and amram suddenly said hey jacobeth do not fear god is with us god is with us let's face the challenge together let's face the challenge together not alone face face the challenge together jacobeth would have asked are you sure are you very sure yeah i am very sure she would have asked like that many he, times are you very sure that let us face this challenge together yeah you would have encouraged us telling her we will not allow this child to die okay we can do it together how many fathers here take bold decisions like this in crisis many a times when it comes to crisis fathers go into a shell they like a snail you know tortoise right when you try to eat it it'll go into a shell fathers are like that because when there's a shock or they will go into the shell not only going into the shell the fathers they will blame the mothers okay because mothers would have somehow pushing the family forward they'll say it's all because of you okay you forced me he would have taken the decision but he will say you forced me okay but here amram didn't say that you forced me to have the baby he didn't say like that we are not reading a word like that in the bible no you don't say no no oh it's very dangerous to have a baby now stop it you don't tell me okay that was the thing you that don't the, know i don't know ah okay <laughs> right see they didn't, they didn't fight like that okay so psalm 23 was written thousands of years later but the spirit of the lord would have told these couple this couple okay even though we walk through the valley of shadow of death we will fear no evil amen right even though we walk through the valley of shadow of death we fear no evil that was a message the spirit of god would have given to these young people and that was the boldness 
this couple had okay this couple is a levite couple that's what we read uh, exodus chapter 2 verse 1 is a levite marrying a levite woman so here is a person who levite to who carry the word of god into the into people they would have remember the abrahamic promise what is the promise through you the whole world will be blessed Bless. genesis chapter 2 at verse 3 when you read god calls abraham and then he says leave everything and come then i'll bless you and the last line says and through you the families of the world will be blessed the whole world will be blessed okay your child your children are a blessing to the world remember that right your children are a blessing to the world your you and i come under the abrahamic promise right if you if you believe in the lord jesus christ you are a child of god and you come under the promise how many of you believe it yeah so don't get scared about your children right and be in faith future yeah and their atrocities don't fear because you and i we are in the abrahamic promise if you fear the lord that is why in psalm 128 says the blessed is the man who fears the lord and walks in his ways so that's where the blessing comes when you fear the lord and walk in his ways both are equally important fearing the lord and walking in his ways and there comes the blessing that abrahamic blessing that through you that the whole family will be blessed and we will not we will not we'll take this priceless child something very special no abandoning the child no abortion no running away from this face let's face the giant together as parents when there's a crisis when you go through problems do you say this let's face this crisis together no let's, which parents say like that hmm? it's yeah. all the way that you brought up the way you are you are using the mobile phone that's the same thing our children are using oh not uh-huh. like you huh? uh-huh. the children are sharper like like you okay that's how but these people are all very holy they don't fight with the husband or the wife you know i believe that pondicherry <laughs> people only bad people okay <laughs> we fight a lot okay, okay. the fearless faith in god encouraged them okay right then a life sacrificial this is called a life sacrificial parenting is a sacrifice the greatest investment in your child's life and for god's kingdom okay you know uh, have you uh, do you know hugo victor hugo you know victor hugo he said hero comes from a frightening past hero comes from a frightening past yes moses was a hero the frightening past he had right and for amran and jokobeth moses was a treasure beyond price okay so they cherished the child they didn't want to give up the child okay. they also believe malachi 215 said that why i made you one because i am expecting a godly generation from you so they believe this couple believe and both of them that had, they had the belief that this child is going to be a godly child so let us have it they face with the with the, that the, the faith in the god made them to face the fear situation yeah 
secondly the parents foresaw a divinely favored deliverer in the child if you read exodus chapter 2 and verse 3 they say, it says they saw that moses that he was a fine child right a promise to abraham for redemption was recognized in genesis chapter 15 uh, 13 to 16 uh, god gives a promise to abraham once again he says 400 years your people will be in egypt they will go under slavery right and they will be redeemed out of slavery so these people are waiting for the redemption and the parents recognize the redeemer the parents recognize the redeemer in moses that's how, why it says how come they were able to recognize they were calculating the time how many years they were mistreated in the in the egypt and the 400 years was getting over so this parents they were waiting for the redemption because their time are we calculating the time because we are in the last time are we calculating that is that one soon we are going to see jesus christ are we preparing our children for that but here is a parent who is preparing and calculating the time and say and uh, remembering the promise given to abraham they were remembering this 400 years they will be mistreated and by that and then i will bring you back so they were remembering 400 years is getting over it is soon it is going to have happen who is the person that who is going to do lord send us the deliverer yeah so moses his parents did not see moses as an ordinary ordinary child but they had some special vision you know when we look at a child we always say oh when the child is born to us oh she is a very pretty girl fair blue eyes he is very handsome he'll grow tall many girls will go behind him this is how parents talk is, am i right or not oh, this is, you're also silent as if nothing is happening here now when we appreciate a child we we boast about a child now oh she has got long hair my son has got hair curly hair right just like the father just like the mother right your child can be handsome and beautiful but a child who is godless uh, is brainless and useless i'm repeating it again your child can be handsome and beautiful but a child who is godless is brainless and useless is good for nothing in this world but the mother and father of moses saw something special in him how ah, do we have such a kind of a vision for a child do we look to god for such a vision from god okay they saw him as a savior of the hebrews he is a purpose of god a shadow of the redeemer to come that was prophesized a vision that showed a greater purpose in the in the child wow what a vision from god to these parents what kind of a dream or divinity vision do you have for your child do you have a vision for your child what do we dream have we all always dream about making a child somebody great a scientist or a doctor or engineer a barrister we give them the best of the education we give them everything best branded i think only will say my son will only wear branded pants and branded shirts right that's all good right what kind of a vision that you have for your child
Right? Do you have a divinely vision for your child? Your vision is not God's vision. Earthly vision versus heavenly vision. Are you dreaming God's dream for your child? God does not want your dream to prosper. He's got a dream for your child. Do you have a dream for your child? The, this parent, Jochebed and Amran, they had a vision for the child and they dreamt God's vision for Moses. That is why in Hebrews it is said, they saw he's not an ordinary child. Something extraordinary. How can we see a child and think that this is not an ordinary child? They understood the word of God. They saw that each child born in this world to carry out God's purpose. We are leaving a remnant to the world. Okay. So that they will carry God's name. See, they saw that. This child going to carry God's name. So they saw this child. It's not an ordinary child. This is a child of God. Do we see our children like that? We all see our children because they, they do a lot of naughty things. Uh, we don't have time to see like that. We see when are they going to grow? When am, when am I going to be free? When did they have time, Ma? These people are busier than Jesus Christ. You know, thousands of people follow them, it seems, like they follow Jesus Christ. People have some kind of a, uh, what do you call that? Uh, illusions and illusions. Illusions, right? We are all so busy. No time to spend with the children. No time to pray for our children. Where can, we have, where can I have a vision for my child? When you don't pray for them, when you don't sit with them for the prayers. Right? But yeah. The, the godly parents saw the vision. Okay? And the third point is, Moses' parents were fastened together in love and respect for each other. Right? They were together, united together. They were tightly knitted together. So It was not <coughs> so easy to hide a baby. You all know. <coughs> children or people who are having children are sitting at the back. You all know that it is not at all easy to hide a baby. Babies attract people. Naturally attracts people through their voice. Their cry, their laugh. Okay? Both the things attracts people. Okay? Immediately, any baby cry, we all turn and look to the baby. What happened? Okay? So, but here is a baby. Moses is a baby. They need to hide. The mother and father, they were together taking decision and then they were hiding the baby. And it is not only mother and father. They, the two are there at the home. Who are those two? Hey, we know we got William. a baby. You know we got a baby. Who are those two? Aaron and Miriam. Aaron and Miriam were there. See how much did you see look at the parenting method no because these parents they told Aaron and Miriam not to tell anything outside they didn't tell anything see such a small children can you believe Aaron and Miriam they really obeyed and then followed the parents footsteps 
see look at the the influence they have among children so all of them they were together father mother aaron miriam all were together protecting the baby yeah when one said okay let's take a decision right let let's hide the child for some days then the other said yes yes let's do it and the, then now we cannot hide yeah so what they did they made a papyrus yeah it says in the bible basket. papyrus basket was made by miriam or oh, sorry by jochebed this man like being a man and if the woman is making a basket that can hold a baby a 3 months old baby he did not tell her hey what do you know about boats right i am a man only an i know engineer i am an engineer you are just a homemaker you know like we are good in engineering and all these things you do not know anything they put down the wives many husbands are like that but yeah amram when uh, when jacob had said okay i'm going to make a basket out of papyrus he said yes my darling gone i know i know your competence i know your capabilities i know you're brilliant right there was so much of unity in them here They, is the husband <coughs> believed wife's intelligence yeah how many husbands here believe your wife's intelligence say so he did not say see every no. day every day i go to the nile all okay? the husbands think that wife is a dummy person yes regarding engineering and some things no we are very brilliant in that okay you are all good in stitching cooking all these things you are so good so you, you think that these are the these are the things that only the women can do you are good at that i said right but dear men we know see i go to the fishing i go for fishing in nile for 5 hours i sit there silently i look at the river i enjoy the river i know which way the tide flows how much of strength the boat needs and all these things only men can think like that not the women you yeah, you know you're a woman accept your weakness but that I, is but i know the details you know the details yeah. really yes they are intelligent i know my wife's competence what she can do if you are not encouraging your spouse she is not going to bloom right she is not to grow into the beautiful woman god wanted her to be there was no competition there between husband and wife there who is going to do better nowadays it's a all competition between husband and wife but the thing is we need to understand here is amram believing jochebed that she will do better here is jochebed trusting that amram will stand with her yeah okay trust her skills trust her abilities wives why don't you say an amen i want you to be loud so that you'll open your husband's ears right tell your husband next to you trust me i have skills i have competence and so the wife, husbands also tell right don't put down your husband when he takes a decision encourage him right why do we fight we are not enemies trust in each one's competence jochebed also respected her husband when he took decision that is we will go ahead with the pregnancy okay so both of them they had a trust 
with each other and they had respect towards each other that we need to understand because we need to learn from the, because they have they they grew a person moses who is a, like a shadow is like a, like jesus christ okay moses because he is a redeemer jesus came as a messiah okay so they such a wonderful parent moses was a, like for israelites moses is the top no one can beat moses that kind of a see such a child one parent brought into the world the parents influence the way they carry themselves the trust and the respect between each other and their unity okay so parenting is a joint venture yeah. it is not single person duty in genesis chapter 1 verse 28 says god said to them who are they god said to them it's a them god blessed them and said to them be fruitful and multiply god did not tell eve i bless you in parenting take care of the children <laughs> it's a joint venture in the beginning itself god said god bless them and said to them be fruitful and multiply parenting is a joint venture you do it together when there's unity between us when they see the love between us the children will grow in uh, children as will uh, will grow as a confident child okay the child your child will be very confident so the best gift you can give to your child is not the gifts that you are going to buy it's not the favorite toys it's not the playstation love and respect towards each other the best gift you can give to the child is love and respect towards each other so when the parents are loving and respecting the children will grow as a confident child you you can very well see in schools those who are those of you who are working in schools you know when children are moody and upset and then immediately teacher will understand okay something happened in their home they will call the parents and talk okay what happened the child is not doing well why the child is not doing well the child is seeing something in the home dysfunctional families right there was two research done in uh, usa the war veterans who went to iran iraq and they fought the war and they most of them had settled in san francisco and these people the war veterans the, the soldiers they became uh, cranky uh, wearing long beard and uh, they were going through depression they were going to deep depression so the government of america did a research on them and they did a ma- uh, brain mapping and in that brain mapping they in one corner was a black patch right and they were wondering why these people are having the black patch and when they questioned them they said we 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 bombed people we fired at people we saw bodies torn into pieces hands this side legs this side head somewhere people dying and crying and after we we saw victory there we were so proud of our country we were so proud of ourselves but we, when we came back guilt killed us guilt killed us so on the other side they were looking studying the little children the children who were moody the children who could not cope up with their education the ch- the children who were bullies the ch- children who were uh, rowdies 
the children were very soft the children who did not join the other children they did a mapping of these children they went and asked them they questioned them and did a mapping of the brain these children's brain also showed the same mapping that was in the soldier's head brain right so the, the soldiers, same pattern soldiers who were going through depression because of war they had the same brain mapping as children who are having very difficulty in a home is your home a war zone for your children god has given you children so that you will give them the childhood wonderful childhood god is asking for godly children and if you both fight at home it's going to be a war zone for your children right so this this couple is wonderful they trust each other they love each other they respect each other right and that is why they were able to raise three children famous who's Aaron who's Aaron the first high priest right who is Miriam <coughs> worship leader and who is Moses redeemer <laughs> redeemer what a blessing to their home do you want the blessings of this family people may not know but we do not many times we do not know the names of this uh, Uh, Moses uh, father and Amram mother Abraham and Jochebed yeah. because they are not very famous we don't read them often that that names but they are wonderful parents okay you are you need to remember that you're you are in the process of making Moses you are all in the process of making Moses you are a Moses and your children are going to be the future Moseses of the world. We believe that? Amen. We believe that. Because if you want to that to happen, then mend your ways. It is not only amen. It is you need to mend your ways that is love and respect and set right your home properly. And parenting is a joint venture. Many times we see husbands do not give time to a wife was just given birth right she would have given birth in pain right many times i wonder because we got training in an hospital for counseling we sometimes we will be posted in the uh, maternity ward ma- maternity ward we have to go inside the maternity ward pray for the ladies hear the cry and all these things then i realized how much my wife would have gone through the pain two children right if god had made us like this share the pain what a curse man nothing share the pain you will know the pain right she has suffered so much and after the child is born the husband thinks every responsibility is yours right everything wow. so <clears throat> yeah 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 see i am a man i work so hard when i come back home i need some recreation so i'll take my cell phone <laughs> you laugh at the cell phone <laughs> it's a dead one right why can't you sit near your can wife? you can you hold the baby for half an hour see i am not see, used 24/7 i am holding this oh, baby oh no i'm not used to holding the babies my may i might drop the baby please don't right so please excuse me this is not my work at all you know so <laughs> oh, that's not your work yeah that's not my work right this is where 
we men falter when you come from your office okay give up all your desires right if you <laughs> want to see happy wife if yeah. you want to see a joyful wife if you want your house to build as we read the verse the by wisdom the house is built by understanding by knowledge the house is filled we all read the verse and we said amen to it if you want the house to be like that your home to be like that every day give half an hour free time to your wife half an hour only <laughs> the women are not happy here say yes what do you say women that half, huh? half an hour is the time is the regenerating time okay right half, see because that is a time that half an hour without kids you may say yeah you take rest and with the kids see how can we take rest with the kids mommy i need this one mommy i need that one mommy i need to go to bathroom mommy i need to do this so many things we yeah. have to do for the, for this couple already they had two naughty couple naughty children and with the third one coming in pain right what they would have done okay who okay who took took care of the children when the mother jochebed went to the went to pharaoh's daughter's house to, to take her home the baby who took care of the she would have lived there who took her off miriam and aaron the father what a wonderful father he is not like he would have cooked for them given them bath did everything he did not he did not take i mean tell her okay after feeding the baby you come home okay cook for the children feed them and do all these things and go back there no he would have taken care of the children i believe that right we, we want husbands to be like that right wives do you want husbands to be like that yes, yes. when you come back home from office i would say give her at least two hours right your recreation can be cut take some recreation recreation does not mean cell phone and tv watching a football game or cricket i am a cricket fan i mean i love cricket right but recreation if if you want recreation and if you are looking into your cell phone or the tv it's not going to give refreshment recreation gives refreshment you understood the difference between watching tv and all these things these things does not give you refreshment do something that refreshes you right go when take a bath come sit with your wife with a new baby right darling how are you i'll take care of the baby right enjoy the baby's face two three months six months eight months one year two years will fly and you'll say ayyo i missed this so when you see the other children you'll say i did not enjoy my child when he was two year two months old this what a wonderful great opportunity god gives to you to see the beautiful face the beautiful smile on the little baby but we love to watch something on the some rubbish on the tv and on the cell phone sit with your wife and talk to her give her time let her have a one let her be herself there okay she needs some time to talk to her friends she needs some time to breathe in fresh air okay that's how you work together right that's how we say marriage right sorry uh, parenting is a joint venture right give them time and even even if she's not with a new baby how many husbands give time for your wife 
to have, I mean, have a lease of fresh hair. Breathing time. Breathing time. Right? And this, we see, when we go to different places, we see this young woman suffering. They don't have time even to take a bath with a child. Nobody to help. Okay? Right. Okay. The, and the fourth one is, <clears throat> the fourth point is, fasted years or meticulous planning and fine execution of the plan. These people plan very well. Okay? A country without vision will perish, the Bible says. And a leader who properly executes is, is a blessing to the nation. A country without vision will perish. So, the, the, these two, they wanted to do something for the child. We cannot abandon this child. We have to plan. We have God with us. If God is for us, who can be against us? Right? So they know, they knew very well that God was with them and they planned with God's help. How did his parents plan? First, they would have started planning by praying. And they found the time they found Jochebeth pregnant, right? They would have started praying. Amran would have kept his hand on the tummy of the mother, said, Lord, whatever the child is, if it is a boy, right? Lord, we want to bless him. We want you to to protect him, O Lord. Remove the fear from us. How to bring this child in godly ways? Right? So young ladies and young men here, I don't know how many wives are pregnant here. Maybe in the future there will be plenty. Okay, we bless you all. <laughs> right. If your wife is pregnant, if you find your wife to be pregnant, put your hand on the on her stomach, right? On the womb. Bless the baby and the mother. Right? Because there may be a Moses or a Miriam inside or a Deborah inside. Right? And this child has to face the wicked world. So pray for wisdom. How to bring the child in a godly way. Whether it is a boy or a girl, are you praying for your children? Do you have a family prayer? If you are having bigger children, do you have a family prayer? Are you praying for each child separately? Are you taking every day a time for your per, the particular child and praying for the child? Do you know about uh, um, John, Wesley. John Wesley's mother? Right? So How many children they had? 18 Six, children. 16 or 18? 18 children. And every day she'll pray 5 minutes or 10 minutes for the child. One each child. And after that every day she'll pray for the whole day will be for a child. And she brought forth two great people, John Wesley and Charles Wesley. John Wesley rode on a horse and preached 40,000 sermons those days. Without and repeating a sermon. All new sermons. And uh, Charles Wesley wrote 2,000 hymns. Greatest, great hymns. Beautiful hymns. So mother... And the father who are prayerful, they bring Moses into the world. They bring Moses, Miriam, and Deborah, that like that, people into the world. So, mothers and fathers, your prayers are very important. So, here is where Moses' parents, the Jochebed and Amram, they were praying together from the day of the conception and the day of the delivery. The day of delivery, 
then the fear and the prayer would have started because till the day of delivery they would have thought maybe girl child will be okay we will get a girl child but they didn't get so they got a boy child so they would have prayed he was no ordinary child yeah. so they start they continued praying okay and secondly what was their plan okay they would have watched pharaoh's daughter coming to the river daily for bath right it was for not bathing. a single day decision to make a papyrus uh, boat so every day they would have thought what plan, what should we do mm. so the three months they would have planned mm. when to keep the baby there so what, what the time the most the pharaoh's daughter will come and how many people will come regular pathway is what is that way and the way they where they are taking bath everything is meticulously noticed yeah maybe they planned planned prayed for pharaoh's daughter to have compassion on this child little child moses right right then they they would have watched the flow of the river the wind also like if the wind flows from the left the river would flow slightly to the right hand side okay right hand side let's keep the basket many meticulous meticulous planning had to take place there okay right and and the final point is fervent commitment to realize god's vision okay not only planning the execution of the plan right how do people make choice to send their children for ministry into the world because people children will be with you 10 standard or 12 standard and then they are sent into the world for their studies and their future yeah. so how are you planning how do you plan here is the parent who planned very well meticulously and the send the child into the world yeah see after leaving the baby on the papyrus uh, basket it went to the uh, to pharaoh's daughter they didn't think our thing is over okay okay we don't have any more responsibility here after but this pharaoh she I mean she knew very well this child will be taught in the egyptian way their mathematics their philosophy um, their black magic the black card everything would be taught to this little boy this is okay anyway whatever is taught to them my son moses is going to become a pharaoh one day they did not think like that okay this lady was given an opportunity by god to feed the child okay and she they planned so very well she was a mother for feeding she was paid who in the world will get the uh, pay a pay for feeding the child but paid this feeding paid best feeding yeah Now, she got that also she got a payment also for that but the thing is you need to understand here is a mother who who were, like it's not only the releasing the child into the world watching and praying okay how can i be a blessing during this time also because i released the child pharaoh's daughter took it so now i my problem is over she didn't think like that yeah. i will watch and pray she did not want the egyptian training to get into his head this is what we believe okay as a child from the beginning you no know, like she would have whispered as she was feeding 
the child in the in Pharaoh's daughter's house, she would have whispered into the little beautiful child's ears, Moses, you belong to Yahweh. You are an Hebrew. You are not an Egyptian. Right? God has chosen you as a leader. God has made you a redeemer. Every day, whispering into the child's head. How do we say that? Read Hebrews chapter 11, 24 to 27. One of you, if one of you can read it. Hebrews chapter 11, 24 to 27. By faith Moses, when became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, mm. choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Mm. It, uh, esteeming the reproaches of Christ, great riches than mm. treasures of Egypt, mm. for he looked to the reward. Yeah. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Yeah. By faith he knew the Passover and the sprinkling Thank of you. the blood. Thank, Thank you, you brother. brother. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt. Do we have this for our children? How come Moses knew that he is not an Egyptian and he is a Hebrew? This is a mother's prayer and the father's prayer. And she would have spoken into the little child, Moses, you are a redeemer. Moses, you, are, you belong to Yahweh. You are Moses, you are a Hebrew. Don't disgrace the, the, the Lord your God, your creator. You are for a purpose. If you disgrace him, you will not prosper. That's a prayer and that she would have I mean, spoken into the children's ears. When, we, she, when she taught him, we see in the Bible that we read in the Bible, she, after weaning, she left Moses with Pharaoh's daughter. So, the weaning time would have been, zero usually to? those time, it is zero to five years. So, when you take children's, the age and the stages of life, zero to five years are the important years. The zero to five years, what values that you teach for your children will last long for them in their life. So, this mother knew the stages of later. This, uh, this era only they found out the stages of life. But this godly mother and the father, they knew the stages of life. That is zero to five years. Whatever I want to give, I will give. This child is going to be a redeemer. What are you whispering into your, your child's ears? What are you whispering into your children's ears? Are you telling them you belong to Jesus Christ? Identity crisis. When they reach 12, 13, these children will have identity crisis. Who am I? When you start giving your child Jesus Christ at a very young age, right? They'll know whom they belong to. Are we doing that? That is uh, why the Bible says that in Psalm 127, the children are like arrows in the hands of the warrior. The arrows needs to be 
aimed at the target okay it has to hit the target okay so the arrows we need to properly plan and send okay so that is why the mother the moses's mother she understood how to bring up this child all the children aaron miriam and moses okay sending them into the world but you need to understand here is the mothers five years by the time five years we we left her with pharaoh's daughter she would have prayed continuously when moses came as a redeemer 80 years so don't panic when your children take a tangent here moses also took a tangent in his life when he took a tangent he came back again okay but your prayer you need to continuously pray for your children continuously watch over your children so that your children will come into the straight line they will come surely they will come okay that is a faith of parents be be an amram be a jokabeth right and that's that kind of parents the god wants he wants to bring into the world redeemers do you believe your redeemers all of us are redeemers that's why in 1 peter uh, chapter 2 and verse 19 it says you are a royal priesthood right each child born to us is a redeemer we are asked to redeem people who are caught in sin and who are in slavery okay can you put the last uh, yeah. slide brother okay right let's uh, uh, sum up what we heard the incredible influence of a courageous parents right fearless trust in god they had foresaw a divinely favored deliver in the child how many of us have this vision for god fast they were one in love they trusted each other and they respected each other that made a confident moses right if you want your child to be confident then give them a beautiful house not a war zone right then fasted us it means meticulous planning and fine execution of god's vision with the help of the holy spirit is needed to bring up your children the fifth one is fervent commitment to realize the vision right so do you see emotions in your child bold enough to teach suffering how many of us teach our children suffering the last point the mother would have said moses you are not going to be a pharaoh but you are going to be a redeemer who is going to suffer you are going to suffer my son moses how many of us teach our children that my son if you are going to follow jesus christ you will be persecuted you will be rejected right you have got to you got to live in this world but you got to be half the world also you got to be a child of christ living in this world where they will say no to you in every way right do we have boldness to teach our children suffering may god add his blessings to his words the children should see that boldness in us yes it is not only teaching the children should see the boldness in us are we standing are we standing for christ are we facing the how we are facing the mocking and uh, all the struggles that we are going through 
Are we sharing with our children? How we are facing it? So that they will in turn, in their life, they will be bold to face it. Okay. Let us bow down and let's commit ourselves so that we will be like a courageous parent, like Moses' parents, Amram and Jokabet. Pastor, will you come and pray? Thank you so much. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Was that wonderful? Yes. It's refreshing. Please keep the last slide up. Please keep the last slide up. If you haven't written it down, write it down. Hallelujah. I'm just giving you a few minutes. That last slide, the major points. I believe God would have ministered to each one of us. I would have seen where we have failed in various aspects of bringing up our child. Now, the reason why I'm saying you should look at that is taking away from this, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I've seen where I'm failing. I need to go and make amends. It's never too late. Are we together? Or is everybody perfect? Does anybody have the five points? Please let me know. And I'll come and live with you, my children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The reason why I said you should take points there is I need you to remember that. I need you to implement that in your home. Being courageous parents is not easy. For Saul, what vision do we have of our children? That was a very, very salient point. We just have a vision, oh, they'll read, they'll become medical doctors, they will do this. What have you seen concerning that child? We are supposed to think our child are not ordinary children. Sometimes we have lost faith in that. Isn't it? We have just taken them to be mediocre parents and children. But they said they're Moses, they're Aaron's, they're Miriam's. And I think we need to look at our child that way. Sometimes we see them going off the bend. Praise the Lord. But sister talked about coming back. Moses went off the bend. How forgiving are we when they go off the bend? I myself, I'm not easy when they go off the bend. But then it's telling me to remember that they will come back to where God has destined them to come back. Praise the Lord. And with that, when we see that bigger picture, we know where to apply our prayers and we know how they will come back. By the grace of God, I'm looking to the part two tomorrow in the afternoon. Hallelujah. They're going to delve down to little lines, to smaller lines of how to get it done at home. Hallelujah. Some of us are old school. Am I correct? Sometimes some of us is just the, is the whip. There's no carrots. There's different things. We just look at it from old school. Sometimes when I tell my son the stories about how I grew up, he looks at me and said, and he came out all right, you know. He can't believe that those things happened then. Hallelujah. So I'm looking forward to the part two. Please, let's not miss it.
For me, I've been blessed mightily. And I know we will continue to be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. If you have been blessed, please just wave wave, wave your hands to me. Hallelujah. Everybody has just been quiet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thought I was the only one facing challenges. But I think uh, everybody is responding. And we're going to pray. So we're, we're coming to the end of the service. Please just rise up on your feet. I think ushers, you can get our children to come back. I think the NG4C have kept them for a long time. They have done a good job. I haven't seen any of the kids crying or shouting. That means the youth have done well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just wherever you are, just say, Lord, thank you for this message. Thank you for your words. Thank you for what you have taught us today. Thank you, Lord, because this is coming at a divine time. Father, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord, because you have spoken today. You have spoken to me. Lord, I need to make amends in this area. Father, Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Just commit the issues where you think you have a shortcoming. Say, Lord, I need your help. I need your help. Bring to remembrance these points in my day-to-day activities at home, Father Lord. Lord, bring these points. I'll be able to apply them in my life. Just pray, Lord, give me the grace, Father Lord, to be able to go through with these points that I've learned today. It's not by chance that you're here. It's not by mistake that you have heard these words. It's for him to be better part of your life, to better your home, to better your parenting skills, to better the situation at home, even between husband and wife. As we take our Father Lord, Lord, you will give us the grace. You will give us the unction, Father Lord, to apply this in our homes. Lord, we thank you for our children. We thank you, Lord, because you have reminded us today, Father Lord, there are for signs and wonders. Father Lord, there are great men and great women in them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you have revealed that unto us. Open our eyes, Father Lord, that we will see that greatness in them. Open our eyes that we will see that greatness in them. Lord, give us the fearless courage to continue pursuing what you have designed, what you have planned for them. Help us to plan their future in you, Father Lord. That their spiritual lives, Father Lord, will not go a tangent, Father Lord, from what you have planned. Father Lord, help us. Help us in our homes, Father Lord. Help us as husbands and wives. Help us to make commitments, Father Lord, to show love to one another. We were told that's the best gift we can give our children. Love and respect among husband and wife. Help us, Father Lord, to show that love. To show that respect, Father Lord. And Lord, that our homes will be settled, Father Lord. Lord, help us to teach them the reality of life. To be fervent in teaching them, Father Lord, that they are not of this world. They will come across challenges, but you will be there for them. We might not be there physically, but you will be there for them. And when the measles challenges, Father Lord, they shall overcome. They shall overcome. They shall overcome. They shall overcome. Father Lord, I pray for these children that none will be lost. None will be lost. If you come, Father Lord, on that last day, all of them will be counted with you in the mighty name of Jesus. That is our prayer. As a church, as parents, ultimately for them to be children of God and for them to make heaven. There's nothing greater than that. 
and so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father Lord, we say thank you for Brother Peter and Sister Sally. Thank you, Father Lord, because they have blessed us this morning, Father Lord. They have started this session with thank you for the wisdom you have given them. Lord, we pray for a fresh anointing for them, Father Lord. Even as they continue various sessions, Father Lord, you strengthen them, Father Lord. Give them the understanding to be able to connect to the audience, Father Lord. And Lord, give them a word that will come from you, Father Lord. Continue to bless their ministry. Continue to bless their family, Father Lord. Even as they have watered, Father Lord, so shall they be watered in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. Even, Lord, as we depart, there are some that are not here because of illness or sickness, Father Lord. We pray their healing hands to reach out to them in the mighty name of Jesus. Touch them. We speak health into their lives. We think speak healing into their lives. That the next sessions they will be available, Father Lord. Lord, as we depart, we ask that your presence go with us. We ask, Lord, that until tomorrow night that you'll be with us, you continue to minister to us, you continue to speak to us. Thank you, Father Lord, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Before we share the grace, please visit us, come to the left part of it. Don't forget, my brother, my sister, we want to discuss with you. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.